So we've been talking a lot about electric cars, the future of cars, cars and tech. Obviously, Apple has been a part of that conversation. Ups and downs with the news and rumors. Many. And such. It would be Apple Car coming in five minutes. Apple Car not for 50 years. Apple Car, we just hired everybody in the industry. Apple Car, we just fired all of them. You just have uh, no idea where they're actually at. You know that they're interested in it. you got to be interested in it. Yeah, the potential partnerships. Good Lord. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Hyundai slash Kia slash we're in Korea slash uh-huh. maybe VW yeah. um, slash Johnny Ive, who had ties to Ferrari with his own design firm. Oh, Apple and Ferrari. Can you imagine that? Well, jo- Johnny loved them both. Mm-hmm. He's not involved with Apple anymore. Uh, yeah, he's completely detached from Apple yeah. at the moment, as we as we talked about recently. But how about this? Apple hiring former Lamborghini executive. You nice. say, oh, Johnny, you like that little Ferrari? Why don't we team up with a little Lamborghini? What do you say? What do you say? That's, uh, that's pretty cool. What do you say, Johnny? I would take it. You take it. Well, th- I just want to prepare you for the title of this video, which is the Lamborghini Apple car. Mm. And I want you to envision that collab and what that looks like. Okay, I'll make up some designs. That's what I'm excited for. Because Lamborghini has a much more angular thing going on than anyone yes. would imagine for an Apple car. Mm-hmm. Uh, sharp lines stealth bomber type things i mean there's some curves too actually that looks like some low drag coefficient right there (laughs) that doesn't look like apple though no it doesn't look like apple at all but not to say someone can't work in automotive and then go work at apple and it could be about something else as you know lamborghini now part of the vw thing anyway are they really oh come on well Former Lamborghini executive has joined Apple to work on a company's long-rumored electric vehicle. This is, of, of course, of course, according to Bloomberg's Mark Gurman, Apple hired Luigi Terraborelli. So don't mess around, right? Well, don't get any. What? Don't get any ideas if you were if you were wondering who you were dealing with. Yeah. Yeah, you're dealing with Luigi. If you thought this was not a big deal, you're dealing with Luigi Terborelli, 20-year veteran of Lamborghini. I don't want that smoke. Lamborghini. 20 years. You didn't even want to be in a room with that. No, no. You get smoked right out of there. Yeah. Just one stare. Just the side of the eye. I suffocate. You're cooked. Oh, yeah. He just starts, just points his hand at you. To help lead the design of the vehicle. Terrell Borelli oversaw chassis and vehicle dynamics engineering R&D at Lamborghini. According to his LinkedIn profile, Terrell Borelli helped lead the design of suspension components, rims and tires, steering and brake systems, exhaust systems, fuel systems, driver assistance technologies, and more. Driver assistance technologies. Mm. Curious. We're going to need a lot of driver assistance when we're in the Apple car because if you recall, Apple had been talking uh, to the National Highway Traffic Safety about getting some exemptions in order to release a vehicle without a steering wheel or brake pedal. Mm. Going to need a little assistance, a little driver assistance for something like that. 
Uh, they were talking about uh, some sort of design where the seats are facing each other as well, facing inwards. Mm. So we can stare at each other while we drive. That you and I, Will. Uh, you and I. That would be death. We could go on a road trip. Oh. <laughs> Just straight back staring at each you're, other? You're, no, no, no. You would be trying to pretend that that's not what's happening. You would be like reading your material or something, but then you would like, you'd slowly look up and I'd still be staring yeah, at you. Yeah, wide eyed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never took my eyes off. Yeah. And then you're like, God damn, he's still oh, looking at me. And you go back down, look at your reading material. It's been four hours. You're looking back at your reading until you peek back. Oh, God, he's still there. Oh, man. He's still there. When's he going to stop? This guy's crazy. I don't want this Apple car. <laughs> <laughs> Return it. Oh, baby. Anyway, begin mass production of the vehicle by 2025. That's what Ming-Chi says is what German says. I don't know, but in the meantime, they're going to have to hire and fire and hire and fire until they can figure it out. Yeah, they will. Also, in the meantime, Rivian, looking for some efficiency over there. They lay off a couple people, lay off 6% of the employees. They still want to ramp the production. I still want to get one of these. I like these things. Mm. And I look at this picture. I actually kind of like the SUV. Okay. I don't know why. I like them both, but whatever. Uh, they're laying off 6% of their 14,000 employees. So it's still a lot of people, 800 people. Man, you, you got a decent company, a decent size company. You lay off 6% and it's, only, and it's 800 people mm. scaled up. A uh, spokesperson for the company confirmed in an email the company made the decision in part to speed up development on future versions of its electric trucks. Speed up. We need to get rid of these people so we can speed things up. Does it say which department? Today, we announced a difficult decision to reduce the size of the Rivian team by approximately 6%. The decision will help align our workforce to our key business priorities, including ramping up the consumer and commercial vehicle programs, accelerating the development of R2 and other future models, deploying our go-to-market programs, and optimizing spend across the business. So maybe sales? Uh, I would say this is mostly about optimizing spend across the business, that by freeing up those 800 salaries, uh. they can maybe pay the right people more to do more or possibly go them stay keep them keep yeah. the talent that was uh being highly sought after or possibly will go out and hire a smaller number of people with a greater expertise in a particular category just mm -hmm. rearrange things but it seems like a cost thing to me or how about this will to invest in other aspects of technology or automation or so on and so forth, or contract-based software workers. Well, I'm just giving you the variety, the various things here, running a business. So many strategizing, plus economy, plus inflation, plus recession. I didn't say it. Did I tell you about when I was going through the drive-thru at Tim Hortons? What's that? That, that coffee, like... 10 bucks or something? The guy stared me uh, straight in the face, handed the coffee, and said, recession is coming. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yes, he did. Serious face? Serious face. He said, recession is coming. He said, save your money. Wow. That's deep. I was like, what is it? Am I in a Netflix series right yeah. now? What's going on here? Is this Black Mirror? Is this Stranger Things? What is this? Yeah. I didn't even have a reply. Th thumbs up. I thumbs up? <laughs> 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 I don't know, man. 
How do you reply to that? Just take oh. the drink and just bounce. Good Lord, man. I wasn't ready for it. I really wasn't ready for it in a moment. No. It was almost like he told me I shouldn't be buying a drink or something. Yeah. Recession is Instant coming. Get the regret. hell out of here. Yeah. Take your money and get the hell out of here. Um, the company's leadership was looking to remove jobs that were added as it scaled up and that aren't involved in manufacturing. So when you're trying to scale so quickly, you might overhire and then make your adjustment, I guess. Sucks for those people, but Rivian has been making changes in an attempt to cut costs. Remember, they put the price up on the vehicles and then they walked it back. It's like, Mm -hmm. we're going to need to charge you more for these. And they're already expensive trucks to begin with. We're going to have to charge you more than what you were originally on the pre-order. Can't do it. People freaked out. And they're like, okay, yeah, we can do it. We're just going to have to fire 800 people. <laughs> yeah. But we can do it. Um, how many did they deliver? The company produced 2,553 vehicles, delivered 1,227, and still planning on having made 25,000 by the end of the year. Hmm. Uh, massive cash reserves. Company also lost an incredible amount of money last quarter, around 1.59 billies. Mm. But you got Bezos money. You got Bezos money. That's a different kind of money. Well, don't Is you worry. There, uh, still Rivian stock with Amazon and Bezos. What you talking about? They're they're in it, right? Together. Oh, in it to win it. Okay. Don't you Just worry. Checking. Don't you worry about that. Big Just, Bezos. Uh, testing you. You know Big Bezos. He put the cowboy hat on, rides his Rivian on his way over to his rocket. Mm. You know how it goes. Yeah. Takes his Rivian on his way to his yacht, puts his hat on. Mm. Gets a new gets a pair of eight hundred dollar swim trunks. Dude, when you're that rich, you should wear a cowboy hat. You should? Yeah. Just part of it. Any hat. Any hat you want. Elon's brother likes the hat as well. Yes. Kimball, he's always Kimble, got the hat. Yeah, yeah. Um, not a top hat, though. No That's top. That's a bit too much. Cowboy. Still fun. Yes. You're, the top hat is the like wild. you're some sort of um, tycoon. Yes. You might, yeah. you might give people the wrong impression. Uh-huh. Might yeah. be a tycoon. Yeah, you don't want that. Maybe you do. Oh. <laughs> Ford okay. has unveiled and revealed... The new police pickup truck, electric police pickup truck. Look how scary that is. That guy's chasing you down the highway, Will, because you're going four over. I feel like they're going to run me over. You're dead. Yeah. They're coming for you. That thing's a beast. I love I love the look of it. I like, obviously, the bull bar on the front, push bar on the front. Uh, and now they love the pickup trucks already, but this is a new opportunity with the electric ones. I know in Dubai and such, we've seen the uh, electric Teslas. But how about this? I think police departments might actually buy this. They already got agreements and deals with Ford because they were already buying all those Explorers. That must be the number one police vehicle at the moment, is it not, Will? The Ford Explorer, don't you see that everywhere? Yeah, I see it. It's all over the place. Mm -hmm. And you see a pickup truck here and there, but how about this with the electric 2023 Ford F-150 Lightning Pro intended... For police departments, latest rendition of the automaker's battery-powered pickup truck. And uh, the electrified police truck has tow capabilities, cloth seats that help police enter and exit easier. I wonder what type of seat that is. Does the cushioning, like, compress differently? You know about these type of things, Will, because you were Mr. Bronco for a while. The smooth fabric. Maybe it's just less friction against your pants something going on there 
We just got to quickly shuffle. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It lets them enter and exit easier. Steel plates on the front seat backs. Red, blue LED warning beacons and easy mounting for police equipment. Plus, the best part, Pro Power on board serves as your mobile power source to light up evening accident scenes on the highway. And the electric powertrain helps to potentially reduce costs associated with fuel and scheduled maintenance needs. The, the power plant in the front is the best. Emergency equipment, uh, lighting, lights, yes. recharging of certain equipment. Mm-hmm. You're just rolling around with a giant battery bank. Mm-hmm. Very nice, very useful. So I think police departments might pick this one up. Mm. You agree, Will? Yes. Um, I saw this. So these new cube lounges at Tesla Supercharge. I like this. Yeah, modular. I was trying to figure out what to do with the charging and on the road trips. You got to figure out what to do. You can sit in your car, and I know they try to make it an entertainment beacon. They give you a display. They're like, just watch something. Shut up and charge and watch. But you might want to stretch your legs out, Will. Yeah. Going cross country. You kind of walk around. You might need, you might want something else like a coffee or something like this. It's kind of good to take a break and move around. Well, that's what this is about. This is in Europe. So you're not going to, you're not going to mess with this anytime soon. This is in Germany. And it's a deployable cube lounge, which can kind of be set up in a modular fashion. And it can be deployed and taken down very quickly. It's all quite high tech with QR codes to get in and out. Really easy to set up. You don't even need an app. I watched a video of a guy sort of demonstrating how it works. And then you get in and it's all these automated vending machines. You know I love the vending machine. Oh, yeah. Uh, And the vending machine has like sandwiches that were made that day. And they got like beers in there. And uh, you can pick. right from Japan. Except in Germany. Yes. And you can, there's this one section in there where there's different cabinets if you need like headphones like Bose oh, okay. headphones or, I don't know, travel essentials. You got to buy a toothbrush and it's little cubbies. Mm-hmm. And you put the code and then that cubby unlocks and you take that. Fun. And they got nice bathrooms. They have uh, the automated pizza, which yeah. is another Japan favorite. Four minutes. Pizza in four minuten. I love pizza in four minuten. Okay. It's my favorite kind. Uh, and they got the Nintendo Switch set up for the youngsters. Nice. Or the oldsters, whichever. Little Mario Kart going on. And so you go in this little uh, pod here. You got the nice climate. Your car is charging anyways. You stretch out a little bit. They even have a couple private meeting rooms or work rooms, which are silent, sound treated. Mm. You might have to have a phone call. Might need a little private time. Catch a little refresh. It's courtesy of BK World. It's called the BK World Lounge. Maybe we can see more of this at other super supercharger locations because it's modular it's not permanent. I don't know what how that changes the kind of permits you need and stuff. Because mm-hmm. you can just come pick it up, I guess, and take it away. Looks roomy, too. If need be. So I yeah. like this. Sticking with Tesla, last story on Tesla. Uh, here we have a tweet. Elon Musk promised RoboTaxi by 2020. Here's where it's at. So go ahead and play the clip. Sound? Sound on. Sound on, ladies and gentlemen. So driving down the road. What is that, a Model oh, wait, hold on. Model 3? Yeah. Model 3 or why? Oh, 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 baby. Yeah, go back to that part. (laughs) Right Right here. So he's just in autopilot. FSD. What's the Tesla going to do here? Bam. 
fuck. Oh yeah, not a good feeling. You heard that? The Tesla just hit those fuck with two with two <laughs> wheels. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope I'm not. I, yeah, yeah. The guy's reaction is everybody's reaction. Okay, so it goes to make wow. the turn. Now he's still upset. obviously upset. I think Bit of a wonky turn, switch. and then it's it's freaking uh, out. It's like I'm going to go crash into the. Way. I don't know. What's happened with the Tesla? I'm what has sure. happened so with the Tesla? Had to take control. Yeah. Right before the Tesla crashes into uh, right. so a dump truck. Here. Yeah. So That's anyway, you can go back to the beginning because I, I think people would be curious so how this actually actually happened. If if you go back to the initial curb impact, you can see that those cars are kind of going into that new lane. It juts out and the car just, I guess, well, doesn't notice the extent of that jut out. And listen, this is a lot about language. This is amazing technology, what's going on here. For it to work at all, it's so complex out here with pedestrians and other cars and lanes and just the variance in different circumstances that are going on around the world at any given time in any given city. But the problem, I think, is the terminology. You see how this individual posted this clip? It says, Elon promised robo-taxi. Like, that sounds like you're not going to have to be concerned at all. It's actually going to drive itself. No problem, no damage. Like, It's weird to say it, but in this case, he hits the uh, that uh, concrete. That's one thing. But if you hit something else, could be a lot worse, right? Mm -hmm. Um. But you start using words like robo-taxi, and I think for some people you start using words like autopilot. I think for some people you start using words like full self-driving. It's going to mean different things to different people. Mm -hmm. And some are going to take it with a grain, and they're going to say, look, I get that I have to be really aware, and I need to be ready to go and make alterations live. And I'm not talking about highway driving. I'm talking about in-the-city driving, for the record. Mm -hmm. And then there's other people that are going to be completely hands-off and they're yeah. going to assume that what they're getting is this other thing. And, and as exciting as it is, I think it's actually, unfortunately, going to be kind of long before it's true mm -hmm. robo-taxi status without a major alteration in the environment. Unless you're going to have new types of lines on roads and infrastructure new st standards for widths and markers that the car can read around and talk to each other you know how and this is this is that's why when you try to picture it at a global scale in every city in the world all the minor you know i was i, I had a uh jet ski a sea the other day not the other day, but like whatever, a couple weeks ago. Mm. Have you ever been out on the water, Will? Mm. So the water's a big open space, mm. no lanes. Mm. Doesn't mean that there's not risk factors. It's just that it's a far simpler environment as long as you have the, enough depth. However, you will have markers out there. And water's water. Roads are different potholes and yeah, yeah everywhere you have but, but you will have markers so there'll be a marker if it gets shallow and if there's a sandbar let's say for example yeah go around it don't expect to bring your boat over top this marker steer clear of this marker okay well that's a simple one to understand it's this big orange marker on the road you can imagine how many tesla drivers have to hit this jut out in this piece of concrete 
before a marker is created, maybe a digital marker or something like that. Mm. Maybe if these things can get smart enough as far as auto-reporting an impact or even understanding an impact like that. Like, I don't think at this point the car has any idea what took place, really. But it's going to ha have to be some sort of real-time mapping of these obstructions, and it's going to have to be dynamic and changing all the time as the road conditions are changing all the time. Either that or it's tunnels and or some alternate type of lane yeah which is that's more controlled heavily maintained smaller parameters like like private highways like toll-based sure. roads which I that's mean, just maintained just for these vehicles yeah. it's all really interesting to see how it's going to play out but yeah there are plenty of people that are not all that happy with the current situation and the way that it's pitched or described myself i still think the technology is amazing regardless of this this one-off and, and and when i'm using these type of features i'm very aware of the, the strengths and the weaknesses of the tech as it is right now in 2022 and i take that into account with the steering wheel and such yeah and thanks to today's sponsor masterworks this is really a kind of an interesting one invited you're invited to invest in famous artwork. I'm talking like legendary, super limited artwork. I don't know. I, prior to being introduced to this, I didn't even know that this concept exist, existed. But it offers a way into some like exclusive stuff without the need to have this insane upfront investment. I mean, it's, it's an, insane is an understatement. Do you see that painting on the left? Do you see the sale price on that, Will? What does it say there, Will? $110 million. $110 million. I can't afford that. Look at the gross appreciation on that thing. Purchase price, twenty grand, $21,000. Uh, yeah, people are really into collectible things, limited things, scarce things, and art is one of those things. So you can go on here and check it out for yourself. You're going to find a bunch of artwork from very high profile artists some like current ones and some that are uh, like are definitely not making any more art mm. and uh, anyway yeah it's it's a it's a pretty cool concept you can read more about it on the website but their their main mission here is to make investment in art available to a much wider group of people since launching, the three paintings Masterworks have sold each have delivered over 30% net returns to investors. And the best part? You can skip their waitlist and try Masterworks for free by going to masterworks.art slash later. That's masterworks.art slash later. See important disclosures at masterworks.io slash cd. Go check it out. Will Smith has finally apologized for the Chris Rock slap. Uh, I told my kids this. Okay. That he apologized. And they said, why now? It seems like forever for them. I guess so. And I think also in their world, you try to apologize, get this thing out of the way as soon as possible. That's what they're taught. It is, isn't it? Yeah. But it's weird, though. As adults in social media, we're expected to process and do personal work. Yeah, some healing. 
I don't know. It's 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 strange. We have a different rule set. We, we it's almost like we don't want to let someone apologize right away. We're like, you you better sit with that and think about it before you apologize. Right. I think there's a threshold. Maybe with kids, it's like an hour or something. But then in the case of Will Smith, it's three months or whatever it is. But he, anyway, he claims that he's been dealing with this and processing it for three months, I guess. And that Chris Rock is not ready yet to talk to him, that he's tried to reach out. Mm. He's, he did this video on YouTube and Instagram in a kind of a Q&A format. Yeah, there were questions, and then uh, he read the questions and answered them. Mm -hmm. So it was uh, it was something. I mean, these things are never... I don't know. Have they ever been received well? Apology videos? Like, there's entire genres on YouTube of, like, taking apart apology videos. This is about to turn it. This is going to get remixed how many times, Will? Oh. Oh, yeah. The remixes. The memes. I didn't even think about that. It's just... That's what the internet does. Anyway, it's titled, It's Been a Minute. Why uh, didn't you apologize to Chris will, for your acceptance? He looks like he's he just um, got back from the golf course, which is fine. He's doing another biopic. I, I, I mean, honestly, the room sounds really good. The audio treatment in the room? Sure, yeah. From the production Chris, company? Because um, that mic is like in a weird location. Is that... Uh, he's you suggested you were speculating that it was did. a deep fake of some kind. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, like <laughs> I think something with his jaw, it doesn't Ugh. look like Will Smith. It looks like like he has an overbite or something or you, underbite. You think someone? Well, I don't think it's a deep fake. You think somebody punched him you in the jaw? Like no, I, I just I I was accusing you of accusing the video. It just looks like um, it's a bit swollen. Maybe, man. I don't know. De dental was. work. Who knows? But anyway, he goes into it and essentially says, hey, I'm an idiot. But he also talks a lot about processing and, and him really wanting to please people and that being a focus of his. And he apologizes to his wife, to his family, to Chris Rock, to Chris Rock's brother, Tony Rock, to Chris Rock's mother, to Questlove, to everybody else who was there. It's pretty much what you would expect to see. But the setting, what do you think? Like with the lighting and... Well, it's almost, it's kind of like a YouTube set, really. It's, like it's a, a bit crooked, too. Internet set. Yeah, this this frame is a little off. Yeah, like was it concocted? I don't know if he's used this set before. Um, but it does feel kind of uh, fake. It's obviously not a room. I don't think it's a room in the house that's normally like that. Everything is kind of two camera. You're pointed into this corner. Uh, it has a YouTuber set vibe to it. Is that a wireless mic or is there a cable? Is there a cord going to it? Is the mic a prop? I don't see a lav. It's wireless. This is really interesting. <laughs> the water bottle on the table. I mean, yeah. I think there's a lot that a lot of analysis that could go into the selection of this frame. And this setting for this video, it is a bit concocted in the sense that, like, it, you didn't just turn on your phone, point it at yourself, and be like, I screwed up, this and that. Mm -hmm. you, there definitely was a production associated with it and editing associated with it, which, you know, your your body language people are all going to dive into that. That's oh, part yeah. of the remix thing. Yeah. They're going to say, was is he authentic or not? 
it's a, it's a really it's a really strange circumstance. I mean, one of the biggest movie stars in the world is trying to squash something that was just so damn viral. Will it was so damn huge? Uh, here's some of the quotes to all my fellow nominees. You know, this is a community. It's like I won because you voted for me, and it really breaks my heart. Have stolen and tarnished your moment. I can still see Questlove's eyes. You know it happened on Questlove's award, and you know it's like, I'm sorry, really isn't sufficient. I know it was confusing. I know it was shocking. But I promise you, I am deeply devoted and committed to putting light and love and joy into the world. And you know, if you hang on, I promise we'll be able to be friends again. I, I, don't, I don't know about that phrasing. I think part of it was freestyle. The questions obviously weren't. I don't know that you can make the determination that you're going to be friends with someone. You know, it's kind of a two way street. It's up mm -hmm. to them as well. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that you can promise that you'll be friends with anyone. Will I promise you and I will be friends? Like it's a little bit threatening, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Very forceful. It's a little threatening, but I don't know that that was the phrase. Maybe he was just very nervous. I, I don't know. It's, it's just such a weird circumstance. And I think what he's really saying probably is give me another chance. Yes. Give me another chance. I, I agree. I am a human person. I made a stupid error. Someone got hurt because of it. I can't, I haven't even talked to that person. That person refuses to talk to me. I realize I'm an idiot. I realize my emotions got the better of me. And I acted in a way that I don't like and wish I could do it. Wish I could go back and change that, but obviously I can't. So here I am now. I'm still alive, trying to function here. And, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully you give me another shot. See, you should have made the apology. Hopefully you give you me another shot. Will Smith. I'm Will Smith. Right? I just hopefully you give me another. You don't even have to give me another shot. You can avoid me for the rest uh, of your life. Yeah. Right? You don't have to go watch another movie that I do. I did something stupid. I had everything going for me. I did something stupid. Mm -hmm. um, the weird thing about this particular apology is he actually did slap somebody on stage. Physical. It's physical. Assault. It's not something he said, but it's actually physical. So I think you do need to talk a little bit about how you would attempt to make it right with that person. As opposed to saying, I reached out to him and he'll reach back to me, which is the truth. But I might actually appeal to that individual right in this video and say, if there's anything that I can do to, I mean, obviously there's nothing I can do to make up for it completely, but if there's anything I can do or if there's any um, influencer or capability i have to attempt to overcome this then 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 like let me know what that is because i don't know maybe there's a universe in which chris rock himself can spin it into something positive not that he has to either mm -hmm. these videos are nearly impossible to make they're just i don't know they're so weird they feel like they have to happen but then they're never right for some reason. And maybe that's just apologies in general. It's just a lot of judgment. It is. It, it really is. And and I think if it wasn't a production, but instead it was more quickly and it was just straight to camera holding his phone, I don't know. That might, depending on the timing, 
it might come across differently. Mm-hmm. Like the medium here matters, the formatting matters, the scriptedness or lack of scriptedness, the number of camera angles, the outfits, the lighting, like you said, these are all things that we're, pro- we're also processing in real time mm-hmm. to try to make our determinations on how people really feel because we have this, you know, distance. It's, it's a 2, 2D frame there. It's a, you have this five minute video to try to determine. Yeah. It, you know what? It, it's like, it's like, it's like when you have somebody in court and they've been accused of heinous acts and then they plead for sympathy. Mm. And then as the jury, you're sitting there like, do we believe this? Is that sincere? Mm-hmm. It is a difficult, particularly when you're dealing with an actor. Yeah. Is it sincere? I don't know. They're really good at being sincere on demand. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It's really tough. I mean, it, this is this this move has been bad for business. You wonder where Will Smith, the business, Will Smith, the actor, Will Smith, the production company, ends, and where Will Smith, the human, begins. Mm-hmm. Yep. People say the same thing about Zuckerberg. They're like, where does... Uh, no, he's all robot. <laughs> where does the cyborg end and the human begin? Um, I don't know. Maybe... Z- I think Zuck might be misunderstood. Anyway. He says Instagram is going to suck twice as much next year. I don't think he said that specifically. How dare you, Gizmodo? He actually said that AI-recommended content will make up more than 30% of Instagram next year. And I don't know if you've been following this, but like this conversation around what Instagram should be or make Instagram great again, or where are all the photos or where are all the posts from people that I actually know, as opposed to the AI generated one, or why has Instagram become TikTok? Kylie Jenner spoke on it. Kim Kardashian spoke on it. I mean, they obviously don't like it. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be over there competing with the algorithm. They built up tremendous fan bases that are probably skipping their posts. Mm-hmm. If we're honest, because the out, they're getting fed 30% of stuff that Instagram's essentially experimenting with, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't matter. Zuckerberg is unmoved. He said that the photo sharing app uh, will show twice as much AI recommended content by the end of next year. Earnings call Wednesday. Uh, he said social feeds across the company's apps would shift from being driven primarily by people and accounts you follow to increasingly also being driven by content recommended by AI, even if you don't follow the users who created the content. Sounds a lot like TikTok to me. Uh, It's currently at 15% AI promoted content. Sure feels like more than that to me at the moment. But anyway, apparently it's at 15. Uh, It'll go up to 30% by the end of the year for not just Instagram, but also Facebook. Social content from people you know is going to remain an important part of the experience and some of our most differentiated content, but increasingly will also be able to supplement that with other interesting content from across our networks. Well, uh, part of this must have something to do with the fact that their advertising model has had to change rapidly due to changes at Apple. And maybe now being able to generate more data out of that user base is going to allow some different techniques or strategies when it comes to monetization. And possibly part of that is the conditioning around the the viewership habits, the conditioning around um, 
suggestions, algorithms, and this idea that you're not seeking anything out, but instead that you're going to turn the app on and kind of have a more passive Mm -hmm. TikTok-like experience. Although I don't even know how much money TikTok's making because the creators certainly aren't getting it based on all the reports we can we've heard. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, don't... the landscape is changing in how we consume content. I think Instagram is really following um, TikTok in a way, which is unfortunate. Oh, man, but do they have another choice? What's their choice? Users are resistant. Make Instagram Instagram again is the movement backed by Jenner and Kardashian. The money problem. Meta reported its first ever revenue decline. Yeah. Well, it has to be something to do with that. It's just a very competitive landscape for attention right now. And companies are trying to do whatever they can amidst this uh, downturn to keep people locked. You know, you get more desperate. You want to hold on to what you've got even more so as the revenue starts to freeze a little bit twitter kind of in the same boat launching new features testing status feature to let users select from a preset menu of vibes to accompany each post Uh oh the word vibe that's right uh, that's right i don't know you need more kind of shady right now you need more vibes to accompany your uh, post. Now, this is not the post itself, by the way, and this is purely a trial. I don't know if it's going to turn into a feature that everyone has, but I guess it's to the goal here is to provide some kind of context around how you want your tweet to be read. Okay. So if you scroll down a little bit, there's a few screenshots there. Yeah, right here. Click on the one below that. Yeah, the one there, right there. So you can see some of your options. Hot take. A thread, spoiler alert, need advice, AMA, vacation mode, picture the day, unpopular opinion, living the dream, soon, traveling, good morning, case of the Mondays, working hard, hardly work. Anyway. Hmm. So that you would have context, I guess. Okay. I don't know if you need it, but you know how sometimes you always read tweets in angry voices? Uh-huh. Especially if it's like caps. I'm sure you've seen people doing this with the thread emoji, a thread. Oh, yeah. How it's going to be a series of tweets. One out of eight. Which is always terrifying. Uh, I don't mind it. Sometimes, Sometimes. it paid off for you? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I don't know if it, it, it more normally no, it doesn't right? pay off for me. Oh, okay. I'm like seven or eight in and I'm like, why did I do that? Do One I, of 200. Why am I in this thread right now? Yeah. Um... So there's some theories on this. Maybe it's about context. Maybe it's about enhancing the product. Maybe it's a data training Mm. situation where they can get a better idea of sentiment. Yes. um, Understand tweets more and therefore, much like Instagram, figure out better ad targeting or placement. There's another Dave Lee. There's lots of Dave Lees out there, Will. (laughs) Okay. It's only so many letters in there, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So who really knows why they experiment with, with the things they choose to experiment? I'm sure some people will use it. They'll probably do promoted hashtags where it would be hot take Tuesday. And then it would encourage people to use the hot take vibe because there might be more discovery around their hot take on that Tuesday. 
So it's kind of like a hashtag, right? I don't know, Will. Well, it's just predefined. Will, I'm done with this topic. Okay. YouTube. Last social media story, I think. No, there might be a TikTok one. Anyway, YouTube is making it easier for creators to turn long content into shorts. This, I mean, YouTube shorts, sort of controversial thing. Some people are like, hey, that's not really YouTube. Other people are just like loading up shorts and they're like, I don't care. It's <laughs> short content. One of the areas, though, I think there is an opportunity is as previews for videos. I don't mind this. Okay. And so this new edit into a short tool, which is popping up inside the YouTube app, lets you take a video. Maybe it's back in your catalog somewhere. And of course, I know about this. I feel fondly of uh, nostalgic of videos from ages ago. Mm. You can revitalize them. Now, could people find a way to spam you with this? Maybe. Hopefully there's some sort of limit to how you use it. Mm. Edit into a short tool. It's going to be in the iOS and Android app. It'll let creators select up to 60 seconds from one of their videos and bring the clip into the shorts editor right from the YouTube app on iOS or Android. From there, they can add things like text filters as well as additional videos shot with the shorts camera or pulled from their photo library. And then you're able to embed a link to the original video. So you essentially create a preview in shorts if mm. people want to watch more. And I can think of a lot of videos in the past which... A thumbnail doesn't really suffice to give you the full kind of cool factor of a video. I think of some of the car v videos that we've done and things like this where, yeah, a, a minute long or like a 40 second long preview might actually entice some people to go watch it. So it's interesting because you may have negative feelings about short content, but if short content is used to drive long content, all of a sudden it's a little different. Mm-hmm. So, like a commercial. Well, and also it's going to encourage viewers to not just sit there and only watch short content, but instead to use it as a gateway sometimes into maybe paying attention to something a little bit longer. I don't know. Sure. So I, I think that's pretty cool. Not bad. Uh, crypto Project Solana is opening a store in NYC. I think it's already open, by the way. Mm. Just what we needed. Uh, that's, by the way, that's a very luxurious looking shopping center. For a digital cryptocurrency, what do you think they sell in there? Well, since I've read the article, I can tell you. Okay. They uh, have displays for some of their apes. I didn't even know Solana had apes of their own, but they do. I should have known that. Oh. Well, Degenerate Ape Academy. The mm -hmm. collection is on the walls. Obviously, those are just uh, pictures, but they're representative of actual NFTs, believe it or not. So you can take it off the shelf and check it out? I don't think you take it <laughs> off the shelf and check it out. I think you can just, it's just a way of like advertising the fact that you can have these NFTs. There's also kind of like a crypto onboarding ATM in there. So you can okay. get into the Solana realm if you choose to. Uh, there's merch, different t-shirts and things like that. Uh, do you want those? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, so these different shirts would have crypto-specific meme-type content on them, labeled with phrases commonly used in the crypto community, like wag me, as well as degen, not financial advice, and probably nothing. Mm. You like this crypto culture, Will? Well, the financial advice one. I think that's a good one. That's the one you go to. 
Well, this is not going to be a cheap store to have. Uh, this shopping center that it's in in Manhattan costs a few bucks. It's over in Hudson Yards, and so I guess Solana has the cash. I don't think they're too worried about it. Um, the Solana Spaces CEO said Solana team's main goal is to onboard onlookers and educate anyone new to the crypto space. So just get more people, wallets, get them in here. Yeah. Let them be part of the cool club. Asia's richest woman has lost half her fortune. Should have been in Solana, apparently. Maybe not. I don't even know no, what's happening. No, definitely. Not doing too well. no, definitely not that either. I don't know what you should have been. Yeah, in. I don't do that. Nothing. You should have been in nothing. Oh, okay. The phone company. That was a joke. Yeah. That wasn't a joke. I, I actually meant, but even then, with inflation, what good is cash, Will? Mm-hmm. It's over. Let's get a couple Rolexes. We're all dead. No, I think even those started to go down. No? Yeah, oh, I don't know. Geez. Produce? Invest in farmland? Oh, right. That's right. Farmland, Will. Yeah, people need to eat. Bill Gates. Some corn. Mm. Lettuce. How much farmland you have, Will? Oh. oh. <laughs> this thing is... Uh, Just... Wolverine is back. It's back. I told you, man. You, it, Wolverine, you never know what's going to happen. He'll just pop off out of nowhere. He was silent for how long? And then out of nowhere, just explosion. So this, anyway, this uh, woman, Yang Huyan, became China's wealthiest woman at age 25 at risk of losing her top spot. As country gardens stock tumbles, there's been a real real estate fallout over there. In China, many unfinished projects. There's a mortgage boycott hitting the industry. That's not something you want to hear if you're in the housing business. Mortgage boycott? What are you talking about? <laughs> what? You best be paying these. There's That's no... the worst of all the boycotts. There, you can't... What are you talking about? Boy, mortgage boycott. Those words don't go together. Uh, the company once heralded as China's role model builder showed the extent of its cash crunch on Wednesday when it said it was looking to raise $361 million selling new shares at a discount. In just seven months, Yang's fortune has more than halved to $11.3 billion, including a drop of almost $2 billion on Wednesday alone. $2 billion in a day. Oh, boy. Swift decline underscores the concerns that China's mortgage crisis will eventually damage its financial system and funding channels. Even for its largest property developers, investors worry that the mortgage boycott will spread to Country Garden as they are seeing the boycott project numbers increasing quickly. The company still has significant debts and recorded a slower month-on-month growth in June sales, even though China resumed work. Well, obviously, COVID, not super helpful in that department. I think they have some numbers here for richness. Um, Yeah. Barely hanging on to that top spot. $11.3 billion net worth for Yang Huyan. Fan Hongwei, $11.2 billion in the oil and gas business. So we'll see what happens with this property crisis. Might get worse before it gets better, Will. Yeah, good luck. Careful. Those investments of yours, you best be careful. No, hey, hey, let's not talk about it. No boycotting your mortgage, Will. <laughs> okay. TikTok music could mean competition for Apple Music and Spotify. Can it really? You signing up for that? 
You gonna send TikTok some money? Well, the kids, right? They like listening to. Uh, oh, is that right? The musics. Is that is that how it goes? I think so. The 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 TikTok kids, they like the music. Uh huh. Yeah, they might. Well, anyway, I think that they, they there's a, a rumor here that with some intel, I guess there's a trademark application for a music streaming service in the United States filed by ByteDance. And their service, so intertwined with the music business as far as what the next Licensing. hot song is. Yeah. Like, like if a song takes off on TikTok, it takes off everywhere else. And then... And it doesn't even have to be the hottest song. No. It could be like just generic... Just if it fits it. for some meme or yes. whatever, and then it you're hearing it nonstop. Easy there. Oh, sorry. TikTok is already a hub for discovering new music. In addition, it helps turn songs into the mainstream and to the top of the charts like Billboard 100, Spotify Viral 50, and Apple Music Curated Playlists. TikTok music trademark submitted to the U.S. in May could be used for a variety of goods and services, including a mobile app that would allow users to purchase, play, share, download music, songs, albums, and lyrics. I guess this would be a, I mean, I assume it would be some sort of paid subscription service. Very late to the party. And I just don't know about monetizing that clientele. As you mentioned, a lot of young people, are they going to really pay for monthly subscriptions? If they are, maybe their parents already have Spotify or Apple Music or something like this, and they just bring them over there. So I think it's going to be a tough battle unless TikTok has some strategic advantage I'm unaware of. Unless it's really cheap. If they have the licensing deals, then... Maybe. Yeah. Really cheap or some way in which they can kind of... The inflow of customers somehow comes through viral videos or there's some sort of TikTok video app advantage or integration with the music app. If there's some sort of tools that just make it better to turn your music collection into TikToks. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just guessing how there, there might be some advantage here. Throwing some ideas out there, but I don't know. That's going to be a tough, tough battle. Sony is now testing 1440p support for the PS5. I didn't even realize it wasn't there. I just assumed it would be an option. Mm -hmm. But up until now, you got 720, you got automatic 720p, 1080i, 1080p, 2160p, 4K. But a lot of people have 1440p monitors. Mm -hmm. And I know most probably have their PS5 connected to TVs. But a lot are getting them on the desk with the smaller monitors, and there's, right. there's probably plenty that have it plugged into a 1440p monitor, and there's some upscaling going on because they're probably uh, the system itself is outputting 1080p, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Given the fact that this is a new test, testers will get access to the new PS5 system software beta, including 1440p support. Video option output option allows PS5 owners to choose this resolution on compatible TVs and monitors, 1440p is it's pretty nice depending on the it size is. of the monitor. Yeah. Um, you'll be able to check if your HDMI connected display supports 1440p in the screen and video section of the PS5 dashboard. I guess it'll be grayed out if you can, or you'll get the warning that it'll be the wrong refresh. It's part of a PS5 software update that includes game lists designed to make it easier to organize your games and your game your game library but also i guess a pretty important part it improves the game performance by improving anti-aliasing and super sampling right 
4K games? The new 1440p video output will allow PS5 owners to choose a resolution compatible with TV and monitors. If games support 1440p, the native 1440p output will be supported, but otherwise 4K games will benefit from improved anti-aliasing and super sampling down to the 1440p output. So even 4K titles will benefit Mm -hmm. uh, from this new setting, even if you don't have a 4K-capable display. So anyway, it's part of a uh, PS5 update, but it's just something I didn't know. Uh, Sticking with PS5 for a moment, this is the Backbone 1 PlayStation Edition, officially licensed controller for PlayStation. Uh, This is going to be if you want to do remote play, which we did a video goofing with it with an iPad. Remember, we had the old PlayStation controller where you could put a tablet on it? Sure. This is a little more streamlined. You can see the lightning connector there. You could pop an iPhone in here, open up remote play, have a PlayStation-like experience with the controller, and essentially have your PlayStation on the go, your games on the go, as you can see. That, who was playing the Horizon game? This guy's doing Gran Turismo out in a beach. Having a blast, by the way. Um, this guy's on a movie set, but also playing some games. It looks like a pretty decent form factor. Mm-hmm. A little smaller than something like a Switch by the looks of it. And, of course, this is not just com- uh, for mobile out and about. You can also just, in your house, mm-hmm. go to the couch, go to the bed, something like this. Toilet. The look and the feel of the Backbone 1 brought to life by the design team in collaboration with Brilliant Minds of PlayStation so that the elegant colors, materials, and finishes are all inspired by the design of the PS5 console's DualSense wireless controller. So... Very similar look and feel, transparent face buttons, floating appearance, feels right at home with everything else in the PS5 lineup, including the Pulse 3D headset, etc. Can you buy this yet or no? Uh, not yet. No, not yet. Powered by your iPhone, so charging is not required. How about that? It doesn't need separate charging. It will pull power from your iPhone, probably impact your battery life a little bit. Um, we are thrilled to release the Backbone 1 PlayStation Edition and can't wait for PlayStation fans worldwide to get their hands on it. Backbone 1 PlayStation Edition available in the United States, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, Germany, France, Italy, Spain, Sweden, Netherlands, and United Kingdom at launch with more countries to follow. Uh, that still doesn't say the release date. So hopefully soon. It is announced. Okay, last one of the day. I think you'll be happy with this, Will. How about a little pizza coming from the sky? Sky pizza, which is my favorite type of pizza. Drone food delivery expands to more North Carolina neighborhoods. How about that? Flytrex, a company that delivers food via flying drones, just announced a new expansion. Deliver to more than 100,000 customers in the neighborhoods around Holly Springs, Fayetteville, and Rayford. Huge news for these customers. These drones fly at 33 miles per hour, 200 feet in the sky, allowing them to reach customers' yards in less than five minutes around town. Hot and fresh. Holy. That's mine. That's mine. That's mine. I'm watching them, him drop down the, the pizza here on, yeah. Insta, on their Instagram account. Go down. Yeah, that's the one. Look at check of the way. Here's the way. I don't know about the music. You might want to mute that real quick. But look, it goes down in a bag. Food delivery, hands free. Detach your pizza. Move on. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's the best way to 
receipt pizza. I, I think. want my drone pizza. I'm always ordering pizza over in the parking lot after baseball games and stuff like that. Can you imagine just, just having it? Yeah. And just drop it straight down. Uh -huh. It'd be quite right the show. In your mouth. I mean, this is all very exciting when it's just a couple of them out there doing it. You can imagine if everybody's trying to order like that, it gets kind of crowded up there. The constant buzz, which I'm con I'm convinced that the it'll probably be the sound that the last human ever hears, the last human on Earth, the extinction process. Uh -huh. It'll be the sound of a. It'll have some sort of hum or buzz. It's bzzz, that's the last sound a human ever hears. Yeah, yeah, that's terrifying. Why would you want to end it like this? Because I want you all to envision. Yeah. The terror of that last human it won't be you so you don't really have to worry about it too much mm. but it'll be someone probably someone you love <laughs> <laughs> thank you everybody for watching here today thank you to uh the community for supporting the show we truly do appreciate it and we'll be having fun we'll be back later <laughs>